This is the Closing Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. Yeah, Riley, we finally got a little bit of excitement in the corn market today. Uh, had good export sales come out this morning and, and also good trend line support we've been talking about here for, for most of this week. Finally kicked in today. Uh, corn market going to close up uh, seven cents or so, so that's positive. Um, on the bean side, they had good export sales as well, but just continued wet forecast for South America, not really um, letting the bean market rally too much. Uh, beans going to close down four cents or so today. And then that uh, weather down in South America, probably helping corn a little bit too, because we actually have that price advantage compared to Brazil right now, uh, because you know they have a little bit of rain in their forecast, but they need more than a little bit of rain uh, to be able to plant down there. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, like I said, those export sales this morning were the highest of the current marketing year, um, probably multiple marketing years, close to 2 million metric tons. So like you said, we're cheaper than Brazil right now. Um, hopefully that continues to bring export business to us because we certainly need it. You know, our export program this far in the marketing year has been mostly uh, Mexico. I had a lot of corn going down there. They've been kind of front loading their purchases. China has been lacking a bit. So we really want to see purchases pick up to China. Um, you know, if we have much of a hope to really boost this corn price going forward. And then with the export sales, you know, looking pretty decent right now. And they're kind of the export picture in general looking pretty all right. You know, we don't really expect to see too many changes from that December WASD coming up uh, here pretty soon. And of course, uh, you know, this is one of those reports is usually a nothing report anyways. But as we've seen recently, you know, sometimes the USDA isn't really on the same page as what we see on the ground. Yeah, you're right. That that December report usually pretty quiet. Um, I've been telling people really, you know, we've got a lull here and in, in new fundamental data. We're probably not going to see much from the November WASD a couple of weeks ago until the January report come out around the 12th or so. So, yeah, you know, like you said, we're kind of in a, in a spot here where we got to wait and see what USDA wants to do export wise. Um, as compared to last year, you know, for corn exports, they're 400 million bushels higher expected exports this year than last year. So, um, you know, you, you got to hope that comes to fruition. We're on pace for it right now. Just got to finish strong. You know, if we would happen to to revert back to last year's export numbers, all of a sudden our carryout continues to grow from what's already grown quite a bit from last year. And then looking at the other side of the marketplace and the livestock complex, uh, what do we see going on there today? Yeah, after a couple of uh, good, strong days of cattle market, giving back some of it today, uh, fat cattle down $1.70, feeders down two twenty five dollars on the Jan. Um, you know, one of those deals where we rallied up to the 10-day moving average and that 10-day moving average has just been the ceiling for the cattle market ever since we broke, uh, you know, about a month ago. Yeah, um, I, I guess I kind of have a feeling we're starting to maybe carve out a bottom here. I'm hoping, um, certainly don't want to step in front of a freight train, but in order for that to happen, we do have to clear that 10-day moving average. That's, that's our first obstacle getting through that, continue hopefully to see some more strength after that. But like I said, had a good two-day run here this week, giving back some of it today. Then of course, you know, it's it's been a wild um, kind of price range recently because we've had days in the past couple of weeks where we've been limit up and then, you know, we look at Monday, Tuesday, we're looking at limit down moves. I mean, it's really, or I believe I've had that backwards, but uh, it's still, uh, we, we've seen pretty wild changes. So just kind of on the marketing side of it and specifically from a producer standpoint, uh, what would you kind of recommend for advice on, you know, how to maybe hedge against that a little bit and make sure that you don't you know, lose too much to any volatility in the marketplace? Well, that's a really good, really good question from you. Um, you know, I guess first step I would be, and this is maybe a little bit outside of the box, but uh, if you're if you're looking to speculate, I would not do it in the cattle markets. That'd be my first my first uh, point that I'd like to make is just be very careful if you're if you don't have actual uh, production to hedge. From the hedging side, like you said, um, it's it's important to 
to maintain and manage risk. It, right now, you know, the safer option probably is going to be coming from from options. Um, you know, puts are, are they're going to be expensive right now with the volatility, like you mentioned. But um, you know, at least you have a little bit of, of give there. And and as far as you know, you're not going to get crushed on margin wise uh, if you're simply buying a put uh, or a put spread even. Futures, obviously, you can you can dabble with, but um, again, you just got to be pretty careful if, if you don't have to 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 be careful to not uh, is the point I'm trying to make. Caden Sweeney of AgMarket.net, our guest today. Uh, for those of our listeners and viewers who'd like to get in touch and learn more from the folks at AgMarket.net, how can they do that? Yeah, just go to our website, agmarket.net. You can reach myself or anyone from our team from there. Um, you know, we can kind of get started on getting our, our post-harvest marketing plan put together, kind of see what we want to do corn-wise, soybean-wise, um, cattle-wise cattle as well. Thanks for taking the time to visit with us, Caden. Uh, always great to get that analysis from you. Stay warm, and we hope to speak with you again soon. Yeah, I appreciate it, Riley. Thanks a bunch. That again was Caden Sweeney of agmarket.net. We'll go ahead and take a look at those closing market prices. December corn up 12 even at 461 and three quarters. January soybeans down four and a quarter at 1342 and three quarters. December soybean meal down 210 at 442.20. Soybean oil down 39 cents at 52.29. Chicago wheat up 14 and a quarter at 570 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat up three and a quarter at 643 and a quarter. Minneapolis spring wheat up five and three quarters at 702 and a half. December oats up 14 and a quarter. At 374 even. On the Merck, December live cattle down 102 at 170.87. January feeders down 225 at 219.95. December lean hogs down 20 cents at 68.77. Pork cutout up 12 at 80.75. And class three milk up a penny at 16.12. And that's been a check of the closing market prices. Thanks again to Caden Sweeney of AgMarket.net for joining us today here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. I'm Riley Smith. 